This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Yo, here we go. We live, we live, we live. Man, dog, I, I feel like this year, everybody I know, myself included, has just kind of gone through. Oh, uh, for those who don't know, welcome back to episode 118 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ann Wood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. Um, we was having a nice little convo off mic that I wanted to bring to the, uh, to the, to the audience, man. I feel like everybody I know, myself included, has had like an emotional breakdown this year that's going to lead, if it hasn't already led, to a really big uptick in your life, man. Like it's, it's been a lot, man. Like I've, you know, I've shared most of what I've been through on the pod from my grandma passing my car getting broken into, um, my pops being in the hospital the last few weeks, all that shit. Uh, I know that a lot of folks, I was even getting hit by a couple people who listen to shop talk, the episode that Dame came back to the studio two weeks ago, mm-hmm. niggas was hitting me like dog, nigga, tell your man and them like, that shit fucked me up, nigga. And it's like, it's everybody's going through something, man. But what I want to say to everybody, dog, whatever you working on, whatever you trying to do, whatever goals you had planned for the year that may have gotten thrown off, dog, stick to it. Yeah. Stick to it. Stick to it. Because whatever's happening out in the world is going to be, nigga. You might as well ride out with whatever you had planned, dog. Like, if you have to adjust, that's one thing. It might look different than what you plan, nigga. I know my year looks a lot different than what I planned, but it still ain't no reason that everything I wanted to do can't be done, even if I got to shift it, man. So salute to everybody, man, who who dealing with something right now. Depression is real. Um, your emotions are real. If you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself or on whatever's happening in your life, man. This shit is it's out there to be had, man, and this is all just a test. The future belongs to those who stick around. Facts. Facts. You, If you quit now, what future you got, bro? It ain't there, man. So salute to all of y'all and welcome back, man. Thank y'all for joining us for this week's episode, Lovecraft Culture, nigga. 118, man. <laughs> Lovecraft Culture. It's the Lovecraft Culture, man. This week we review episode four of Lovecraft Country. Thank y'all to everybody who hit me. Dog, what if... Like I'm, we're not about to do this shit. Yeah. What if we made a a whole podcast? It's called Lovecraft Culture. Or maybe this could be yes, and yeah. strictly be yeah. like Lovecraft Lovecraft Country. Country Pod. Yeah, but uh, maybe this would be a, be a Lovecraft Culture series. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm um, with that. This is Lovecraft Culture too. Yeah. Last week, um, thank you to everybody who hit us up and said they enjoyed the three episode review that we did last week. I was really like in my head about that review, dog. Yeah. Mainly because it's so much info in one episode. Yeah. And we did a two-hour pod covering three, three episodes. Nigga, like, when I re-listened, I was just like, I don't know, man. It was like nails to a chalkboard in some parts. Some, so some like, episodes I don't listen back to. And yeah. they be like, yo, I love that one. I'm like, bro, glad somebody did. Like, so, you know what I'm no, saying? and for me, I'm, I'm a, you know me, dog. I'm going to keep it a buck. This was one of those episodes for me. I, I did listen back. But I didn't enjoy how I felt about it because mm-hmm. it was just like I knew we should have covered it 
from from the rib. Sometimes, but we ain't know what we was getting, dog. Yeah, sometimes I know, and if I don't listen to it again, yeah. like, it didn't. Because I know what I'm going to feel like. But fam, we got so many hits. Niggas was like, yo, y'all was giving real history lessons, dog. Facts, y'all was facts. really teaching. Y'all was like, I didn't understand this part till I listened to y'all pot. Fam, that made me feel so much better, dog. But it was also that reassurance that you need to do what we just said. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, don't give up. Don't quit. Don't be so critical on yourself. Because, nigga, it's somebody out there who think your shit fire. Yes. And as long we've been that way from the rip, as long as one nigga think our pod is fire, we going to keep podding, nigga. So that takes. one become one million, dog. So thank you all for everybody who provided some feedback about that episode, who kept up with all the shit we was talking about and trying to give you all. And it's hard to like over three weeks because them episodes came out of three weeks yeah. for us to remember that shit in detail. Because I ain't going to lie. I didn't go back and watch episode one. I watched episode two and three like five times each, nigga. Episode one, I just kind of completely... Was just like, mm, I'm going to rest on what I already know about it, dog. And mm. from that, if Jay don't got it, nigga, we just going to say what we say. And, nigga, who going to check us, nigga? But all of that to say, we still apparently produce some fucking fire. And I'm not mad at it. So thank you all to everybody who listened, man. We really appreciate y'all. And, again, as I told y'all last week, as promised, we giving y'all the weeklies, dog. Y'all going to get the weeklies on Lovecraft Country. Episode four, A History of Violence. Great movie, by the way. Starring Viggo Mortensen. If you have not seen that movie, that shit was phenomenal. I had to write a paper about that in college. Um, Woo! Off top, man. New rating scale. How'd you feel about this episode, dog? Uh, I'm going to give us some... Uh, this was a pair I'm of buffs for me. you some buffs. This was a pair of buffs. If y'all yeah. don't know the rating scale, we'll give it to y'all again. Yeah. We got the... We got some Puerto Romanos. Got the Puerto Romanos, a.k.a. the Greenfield Plazas, a.k.a. the Fake Woods. We got some Wires, which is a two. Yep. Wires is solid, but you know what I'm saying? If you in Detroit, you already know. Uh, then we got some Woods, woods no, which no, is a three. I, 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 I'm personally a wood and wire nigga. Facts. In real life. I currently want a pair of the old school Woods. Yeah. I, uh, they're broken. Let me look at the nose on these and see where they broke. I might be able to give you these to get fixed. Oh, for sure. For um, sure. But I'm a wood and wire nigga. Always yeah. have been. I don't like buffs personally. That's me. Think you niggas be looking like bugs, but that's a whole nother thing. Um, But then we got. Number four. Number four is, is the buffs. buffs. But N- then the number, number five, five is, is the, the white sticks, nigga. You feel me? Now, the a ultra premium buff, nigga. If you got some real genuine white sticks, which it ain't that many of for all you niggas wearing them in Detroit. And in 2016, Cartier said, yeah, it's only 39 pair in the world. And I can count 39 niggas at Fairlane with some white sticks. It's so many. Uh, no. Come on. Uh, it's a it's a page on Instagram. I'm not going to shout out. That literally, in one picture alone, they have, like, 32 pair of white sticks. Nigga, I'm like, fam, really? Like, really? This how y'all getting down? Anyway, long story short, that's the new rating scale. Puerto Romanos, wires, woods, buffs, white sticks. That's one through five. This episode was a smooth pair of buffs. And you know what? I didn't think it at first. I thought it started off a little slow. I ain't gonna lie. Well, boy, this shit got good. But when you get to a five, uh, this for y'all niggas who don't know who not from here. I just got to let y'all niggas know. 
Give me the whole bag, I ain't trippin' on the push In the world where get fresh, got more money than George Bush Hey. So nigga, I understand him I ain't never seen the leader of our nation on no dabbers Water of the year, diamonds in my ear Don't drink beer, I still sip Chris Yo bitch on my dick, your budget on my wrist Seven mile legends so you know we hot Pride a high top, Gucci flip flop We gon' get there We gon' get there Shout out to Rich Ken. Hey. J Rail on the track. Some Detroit classic shit. We got my nigga Rich Ken in this bitch. It's get fresh, nigga. We getting bread out here, boy. All white Buffy's got these hoes want to fuck me. So when you get to the, uh, we was when you in them all white sticks. <laughs> Y'all know what the fuck it is, dog. It's a different level. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that song was long as shit before he got to all white Buffy. I was like, all right, yeah. nigga, what song is this? <laughs> I forgot about the goddamn song, nigga. Hey, man, this episode was a smooth pair of buffs, though, dog. Like, again, I thought it started off a little slow. But mainly because episode three got to that action. Episode three was at your neck, literally with the elevator within three minutes, nigga. Literally. <laughs> literally. So this one, it felt like coming off of how wild episode three had gotten, um, it was a little slower. Shout out to my cousin, Coffee, um, who... So she was the one you remember last week when we were talking about the episode, and I was saying that um, within apostolic faith, when you get baptized or whatever, and they start teaching you how to speak in tongue, they get in circles. Um, so the term that I, I couldn't remember last week, but it's called tarrying. Okay. And to tarry is to essentially call on the Holy Ghost um, in in reference to religion. Um, so tarrying the Holy Ghost is calling on the Holy Ghost. And she was tripping when she was telling me because she's like, fam, the episode was called Holy Ghost. Mm. Episode three. You get in a circle, you tarry, you say, Jesus, 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 until you start speaking in tongue. And she's like, none of this is something that would be obvious to a normal lens, nigga. But she was like, I watched that episode and was mind blown because this was my life mm. for a decade. Like, mm. I've been, I've tarried, I've, I've done this. And she was just so uh, mind blown. And then she was like, the, the wild part is you're tearing the Holy ghost to call. She's like, it's normally like to call on the Holy ghost. Um, but also get evil. She's like the, the balance of the episode was wild. Cause they were tearing the Holy ghost. But then in that earlier part of the episode, they were also playing the Ouija board, which is to call on an evil spirit. Yeah. So they were calling on the evil spirits and the Holy ghost in the same episode. But then what we saw when they finally called all the ghosts in, of all them black ghosts that was in there, the only evil ghost was the white nigga, mm -hmm. Hiram Epstein, who was the evil spirit. Every other spirit in that house was tortured. It was tortured and murdered for being black, dog. So, so shout out to her for pointing that out. Sometimes when I be thinking about ghosts and shit like that, I be like, yo, this shit not real because it would seem as if it was, should be a lot more black ghosts out here terrorizing uh, white folks. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, like... For black everything white. that black folks have been through, if I were a ghost from centuries past, nigga, it's a lot of niggas who wouldn't have been able to get away with yeah. shit. Like, yeah. I'd have been right. Like, soon as I died, I don't know how long it take you to ghost. 
But nigga, as soon as like day one of Ghost, I'd have been right in your crib. Like, yeah. ha ha. Patrick Swayze came back real quick. Nigga, Patrick Swayze <laughs> was there when he died. <laughs> My nigga came up off the sidewalk like, oh shit, that's me, nigga. <laughs> Ambulance ain't even here, dog. But shout out to this episode, man. It was so... This show, dog. This it, a different kind of show, bro. It's so much detail in this show and so many Easter eggs. This definitely has um, Jordan Peele Man, his his even if he's not a writer yeah, yeah. on the show, because I have no idea how much he's involved. Yeah, because executive producer could mean I put money up. Yep, or it, or could, it could mean, mean like I'm overall helping yeah. with every single thing. But shout out to Tamisha Green for getting her idea off. And I was reading an article today. I cannot remember where the fuck it was from, but it was with the lady who directed this episode. Yeah. Um, and she was saying she was talking about. Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams being a part of the show. And she literally said, imagine the type of show you have to get them two giants involved. You know, J.J. Abrams is one of my, is the goats. Fam, J.J. Abrams is not, he's not discussing this show if it's not phenomenal, dog. And that's what the director said. She was like, yo, because she was giving props to Misha Green. And she was like, nigga, when we were sitting around talking, talking about ideas for the episode i was gonna direct and i was getting ideas from misha i was getting them from uh journey smollett i was getting them from um courtney b vance and and everybody's giving a input and she was like it just kind of hit me in the middle of that because jj abrams and jordan peele are right there when we were talking about this shit and she said imagine how big of an idea misha green had to put together and how big of a pitch she had to sell to get Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams together to say, Fam, we got to be in there with her. I told you, I recently um, purchased Fringe, which was a show that came yep, out in yep. 2008 from J.J. Abrams. I purchased that shit in 2020 and watched the all five, six seasons of that shit. Yeah. J.J. Abrams is a different monster. Facts, man. And um, we already know what Jordan Peele does, um, specifically when it comes to identifying African-American horrors in America. So when you put a J.J. Abrams with a Jordan Peele and then you get Misha Green's idea that comes from her, I guess, understanding of Lovecraft Country, the book. Woo! Because when you think about it, now, when you, now that you said that, like, because on Fringe, oh, it was some monster shit on there. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the monsters that are on this, that was the level of monsters. And yeah. now if you put in Jordan Peele passion for the black man come on man, man. it's a perfect no nah, this this show is really fucking different i'm gonna just say that um and for everybody who through the first couple of episodes said yo this feels like Watchmen all over again like in in its genius right i'm completely 100 after four episodes ready to say yeah this is on that level of detail this is on that level of i remember you remember the episode of Watchmen when dr manhattan um basically when they went back in time and started out in Vietnam and she was there and he told her what was going to happen. And then by the end of the episode, everything was happening. That's my, that, that, that was one of the craziest. Jay texted me about that episode and said, nigga, that episode, which I talked about uh, today. Yeah. Somebody I still content from, uh, cause they just started <laughs> watching it. I'm like, yo, when you finish this, I want to have a conversation about it yeah. because yeah. this should help me in real life yeah, or whatever. But like that one episode, that should need an Emmy. That's, singular episode was the ep that was like the pinup 
penultimate episode that I referred people to when they said, oh, well, Watchmen's starting off kind of slow and it's starting off kind of... And I was like, watch that one. Watch up through that one. Like, if you started it, you got to watch through that one and then tell me if you're not still in. Because if you can watch one through however... I think that was episode four or five, maybe. If you can watch from episode one through that one and still not be in... Then me and you watch TV completely different, dog. Like I'm, I'm fairly, and that's okay. Did we do what? Did we do episode by episode with that? No, we did the whole season. Uh-huh. You remember we came in? That was actually an afterthoughts that we did that on. Mm. Um, we did whatever the fuck was on at the time. I can't remember. And then we stuck back and did like another hour and a half, hour forty five, talking bet, Watchmen. I bet I can watch this shit over again and pick up on all new totally cues, new bro. All new motherfucking cues, dog. Like. That show was phenomenal, dog. And to Lovecraft's genius, it is not anywhere near under the level of genius that Watchmen was. Like, this shit is phenomenal, bro. This is a good fucking show. I've seen a couple people online. Oh, episode one was boring. This is what y'all talking about. Like, eh, I can't do it. If this ain't your kind of show, I'm never mad at you. Power is back. But the reason we separated episodes 117 and 118, because we know it's two different kinds of people who watching TV. Now, you can be the dopest nigga on the planet like me and Jay and be both kind of people at the same time. Facts. We do cerebral and we do ratchet and we do everything in between, nigga. Or you could be one or the other. But right now, what we want to do moving forward, man, we're going to keep giving y'all mad content and making sure that everybody's getting what they want. Yeah, out of what's happening in the culture and right now we got a fucking great show on TV so let's talk about episode 4 bro Um, it picked off where we left off picked up where we left off at the end of episode 3 where I don't know how much time has gone by necessarily but basically the nigga tick tried to kill Christina Braithwaite to no avail I feel like it was either the same day or the next day I, it's probably the next day um he tried to kill her. It didn't work. And we open up. She had Letty door. Like, yo, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but let me talk to you. And Letty at first is like, fam, I don't, I don't kick it with your kind, nigga. Stay off my porch. And she like, man, let me come in and holler at you. Well, so she, she first tried to walk Letty in. Letty, op- well, the, the screen door get open, and she tried to walk in and couldn't because that fucking uh, yeah. um, blood, is that goat's blood is still there. This house still covered mm-hmm. which is i think gonna be critical later on nigga that the house is still covered it's gonna be certain entities that can't enter this motherfucker no more now that we've cleansed it so she tried to come in the spirit world wouldn't let her in so letty stepped out on the porch to talk to her and she say yo your man tick tried to kill me last night nigga. the fuck was up with that dog and uh we ain't gotta do the scene by scene let's just talk about this fucking show bro this episode was about them going back to Lovecraft Country. If y'all haven't figured it out, Lovecraft Country is Massachusetts. And they went when they went to Artem. But this episode, they go to Boston to go to a museum. Because what Tick and all them are, what everybody's trying to do is get the Book of Words. That's what everybody's on right now. And the Book of Words for Christina is going to tell her all the spells she needs to fucking... Um, figure out how to say and figure out the language of Adam and all that. And then for Tick and them, Tick is probably the only person right now who can really understand and decode that power. Yeah, so it's like what um, Christina was going over there to find 
was an Ori. The Ori, which is what Hippolyta grabbed from the house last week. You mm-hmm. remember the big gold uh, figure looked like a... It's a planet. It's the yeah. solar system. Yeah, it's yep. a gold thing and she the took that. System. Hippolyta knows what an Ori is traditionally. Christina thinks this is the secret that holds all the shit I'm looking for. It is. Yeah. Because they can't get it to work and they probably don't work because they not the right person holding the right key. Yeah. Yep. Um, And if I'm not mistaken, what was the quote? Uh, My old boy said, if there's one thing I do know, every locked thing has its key. Yep. Um, That stood out because that is true. One thing I did want to uh dimension that's very very important is when um what's the what's the father name? Montrose. Montrose. Right at the beginning, yeah. Um he's being tortured with his own thoughts. Yep. Um but one thing that was said uh that he ultimately lied about, he heard George's voice. Yeah. And George and he was reading um the laws of ancient dawn. Yep. That very first page said Adam named Eve fucked uh, God brought forth the monsters monster devoured God smites Eve. Yep. He was reading that shit out of the laws of the ancient dawn. The voice he heard in his head. The was, order of the ancient dawn. Order That's, of the ancient yeah, dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the voice he heard in his head, one of the voices yeah. was Uncle George. Uncle George said specifically give it to Tick to protect our family. Yep. Now, later on in the episode, he said, yo, Uncle George's dying wish was for me to protect the family. Yep. That's not what the fuck he said. So what he did with the book in the very first scene, as he's hearing these voices and going crazy and all that, he throws it in a bucket and sets it on fire. He's drunk, by the way. Let's throw that out there because this is now the second episode in a row we've seen him drunk in the crib. He takes his liquor, pours that in a bucket, throws a match in the bucket and sets the order of ancient dawn on fire. When uncle George said, get us to tick, he wasn't just saying, give it to him. Cause he'll know what to do. Tick holds power that no one understands. Not even tick understands. But when this book is in ticks hands, he'll be the only one to know how to use this book to use his power to protect our family. And something else I noticed this episode, speaking of Tick's power real quick, did you notice how little shit started happening? Like how he understood old girl yep. at the end and was Absolutely. decoding her language. Tick's powers are starting to blossom. Mm-hmm. And we seeing it in a very subtle manner, but it's going to come out and it's going to be real. And one of these days, he's going to be able to overpower whatever the fuck Christina had to keep him from shooting her in her fucking head last week. But anyway, um, how you feel um, about the updated music in this episode. My nigga, I loved it. I loved it. When they fucking showed Christina driving up in the silver Bentley to bitch better have my money, I said, oh, this episode gonna be different. Though I like the song. Yeah. That shit throws me the fuck off. Yeah. Because it looked like she was actually driving to yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's impossible. Yep. No. Like it, it's, in 1954, 55, yeah. she's not driving to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, it... it it's a conflict with me. Yeah. I'm not, I don't mind when the music is playing like in the background, but with that, yeah. it looked like she was driving to it. And that was like, yo, this, that's weird. Yeah. It, so I will say, bitch better have my money. Even though I was hyped when it came on, 
it felt off. Yes. But the rest of the songs in the episode were modern yeah. too. And they felt, I think because my mind wasn't expecting to hear old shit now. Yeah. Now it all felt good. So yeah, I enjoyed the switch up of the music this episode. Um, Back to, uh, to Montrose though. So Montrose, Michael K. Williams, Tick's dad, he burned the book because he's trying to get rid of. Every, he wants to erase Artem for every from everybody's memory. Like he don't want to go back there. He don't want Tick researching. That's why he ain't giving the book. I don't want you to know the power you have. Why though? Here's what I thought. Because initially I thought like, nigga, you trying to be a hater. But then I thought Christina kidnapped him. He was there for however long he was there. He may have seen or learned some Two shit. Weeks, three weeks. Yeah, he may have seen or learned some shit in that time that he like. I don't want my son, son in quotes, involved in none of this shit. Like I want to keep him, and that kind of makes you realize like why he was so angry when he realized they showed up to get him and all that shit. Like nigga, I didn't think you was gonna actually come. Like, stay away from this shit. So I think he's thinking now that we've gotten back to Chicago. Let's just live our fucking normal lives. Granted, he not owning up to the fact that I'm depressed because my brother got killed based on me and all this shit. Nigga, it's witches after us. Fam. Ain't no going back to normal. The motherfucker was at the house today. Fam, it's witches after us. And oh, by the way, Pop, I just found out I'm a witch. Like. <laughs> I got witch power, nigga. I can't go back. But in his mind, he thinking the less we do with this shit, the better. And so he's telling Tick. Stay away from this shit. He telling Hippolyta, I don't know what happened to George, but it's best we don't even talk about Artem no more. He telling uh, Letty, yeah, no, no, no. Forget about all that shit. And then he burning the fucking order um, because he don't want to keep reliving this shit. And it was like, okay, I kind of understand that. And you start thinking about like what he told George when they was in Artem, how his dad abused him and all this shit. Like it just sound like all this shit for him is connected to some shit he wants to forget about. Um So I was talking with a young lady on Twitter. Yeah. Um and we share the same view. We talked about it last week yeah. on the show, right? Um George being Tick's father. Yep. And Montrose not his father. Yeah. And she did mention something else that I didn't necessarily think of. Montrose being gay. True that. Um, which is why that's not his father. <laughs> which is it's probably why he's fronting. Yeah. Because in order to save you, this is your... Because, you know, you can't really be out there like that, right? Yeah. Um, and the father probably beat him so much mm. because he was gay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's probably why he drinks so much because of all the trauma that he's been through. Facts. So it's George is the father, uh, but I act like it was your son. So, and it's like, oh, girl was probably, Tick's mom was probably yeah. friends with both of them. This is my girlfriend, but for the outside world, this I'm your beard. Yep. Um, And then once I got pregnant, everybody just knew, oh, that's your son. Da, da, da. It was this fake shit, right? Yeah. And that's why he was like, yo, don't tell him, don't tell him. But no, we know the truth. Yeah, yeah. Now, how did his mom, Tick's mom, die, though? I don't know if they've said it specifically yet. Like, mm. if they did, I'll need to rewatch episode one. I know they ain't said it in two and three because I watched them it's ten times. So, because something must have happened to her tragically or something like that. Yeah. Before Hippolyta. Yep. Because that's the love of his life. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and so fuck, I cannot find a note. I hope I didn't delete it. I probably did. But do you remember when he had the flashback? Yeah, I deleted it. God damn it. I had the specifics. So pardon me for anything that's wrong about this. But when George had his like image when they were in the mansion, yeah. episode two, and he had his little image, do you remember them mentioning Tulsa? Oklahoma. He said something to Tick's mom about being back in Tulsa. Did you also? And then we got the Tulsa reference from Montrose. Montrose was like, smells, smells like, like Tulsa. when he was burning the book. That flame, that smoke came up to his nose and he said, smells like Tulsa. This family came from Tulsa. And I wanted to say it last week, which is why I'm mad I deleted my whole note because I had a whole fucking theory. But I feel like Montrose saying that. Smoke smelled like Tulsa means we left when the city got fucking rioted and burned down and, and looted. On some Watchmen shit. On some Watchmen shit. But I noticed that one HBO connection connecting these two shows and centering them around this tragic ass event um, of the Tulsa massacre. But then I'm also like, man, is that how Tick's mom died? Like, did she die in Tulsa? Was it the result of something? Are they going to relate the Braithwaite family to what happened in Tulsa and give us like some, we got a descendant over there who shares these power. We want to kill her and kill her son type shit. But George and them managed to escape. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are they going to flip this shit, dog? So how do you feel about Christina? Um, basically saying that the Ori yeah, yeah. is what they need to find the time machine. So, I think that here's my thing with Christina, because that question for me is a couple of different parts. Christina has a complex being a daughter. Yeah. You couldn't be a part. A only daughter. Yeah, you're the only daughter. You're the only child, but the only daughter. And you could not be a part. Of, your dad taught you a lot of shit. Clearly, you know your family's history. Clearly, but you can't be a part of officially what your dad was involved in your, that Braithwaite lineage does not really relate to you because there were no women allowed in the order. Um, you're not a son of Adam. You can't be because of that. She hinted at it or it was hinted at in the show multiple times, multiple times. She used tick to come kill her dad. Cause you think about it. She was the one that brought Montrose to Artem. They kidnapped him and took him out there. She wrote the letter to Tick telling them where they was at to bring him out there to rescue his dad. And then her dad thinking that, yo, I can let down my cloak of invincibility to suck out all his powers and go to the Garden of Eden and become this all powerful God. She knew that him doing that would probably kill him. She used Tick, but then used. Oh, Letty. Letty. Yep. To get into money. To probably evict yeah. Hiram. Yep. So she can get in there to get the fucking Ori. Use Letty. Use JJ, the uh, realtist. Yeah. All to get Letty to buy this house. So then I could come in. Because she's probably thinking, yo, anybody black who go into the Winthrop house gets killed anyway, nigga. That's what happens. Letty go in there. She won't be no different. And then I can go in there because technically I just paid for this fucking house. And the, the realtor knows I paid him for this house. 
I'm going to go in there and I'm going to go get this damn Ori. So I think Christina's playing a real big long game, but I think where her downfall will come is she playing a game that she can't win because now you're creating enemies because you created an enemy with the cop who was a part of, he was in the other um lodge. He was in the Winthrop Lodge of the Sons of Adam. We learned it's 34 lodges. Yeah. It wasn't just the Braithwaite and but, her dad. But his team not officially in down, though. So Horatio Winthrop was an original son of Adam straight from the Braithwaite. He found it with Titus. When he created the Winthrop house and broke out and stole the, uh, what's the shit they look for? The words, the language of yeah. Adam, book of words. When he stole the book of words, and went to Chicago and created the Winthrop House. Hiram Epstein was one of his lodge members. The cop is also one of his lodge members. So they unofficial lodge members, mm -hmm. but they know all this shit. So even in their unofficial status, you're not directly part of the Braithwaite. Your leader was. He started it, and y'all know it because of him. So I feel like she's going to create enemies because ultimately what all them niggas got in common, the same way we say, yo, in America, before America was racist, they were sexist, nigga. Before the world was racist, it was sexist. Women, it's an all-boys club, nigga, and you not allowed. And I feel like she going to do more harm than good trying to fucking, because now you got your eyes set on the Winthrop house. You know the Ori is in there. The whole time the Ori ain't even in there. Not even in there. Yeah, Hippolyta got that shit at the crib. But you know it's in there. So now your eyes is set on the Winthrop house. Now the cops is after you. They want to know what's up. And it's just like, eh. I felt like they were also introducing Hippolyta's father. He had a lot of talk time. Um, and he was, for whatever reason, just knows about the stars. Yeah. Um, well, I guess they kind of set that up for a little bit later on. Yeah. She, um, and I also, I thought they were introducing him to talk to her, but to let us know how well she knew about all this yeah. shit. Um, and, and that kind of explained why she was so, at least from the viewer's eye, why she was so infatuated with the Ori when she saw it. So let me ask you a question. What's that? Um, when Tick and Letty was in the library. Yes. Who do you think your little boy is? Fam, I've been trying to figure that out. I was going through. I never landed on that. I'm going to throw that out there. You see the book? But did you boy? notice the book he was reading? Yeah. And then later on. Yep. Tick said it. Yeah. Yep. So I'm like, who is this little boy? Dog. Because I'm thinking like, okay, this this show is doesn't normally give us comedy relief. Yeah. But it was funny each that time. That little boy was hilarious. But he was so irritated, nigga. But it drew you in and he reading. Journey to the middle, to the, to the center Journey of the to earth. Journey to the center of the earth. And then yep. later on, while they was in the cave, you're like, yo, this is some Journey to the Center yeah. of the Earth type shit. And then they also said this episode was, this a quote from the director um, of this episode. She said, the idea for this episode ultimately came from Journey Smollett, um, who said that after hearing my ideas and hearing what Misha Green wanted episode four to be like, Journey Smollett said, this sounds like Indiana Jones mixed with the Goonies for black people. I felt that. Fam, as soon as you read that, or as I read that, I watched the episode totally different. Uh, and what's so funny is this season, or this episode, right after we talked about last week, we was like, yo, this is an episodic yeah, uh, yeah, type yeah. of thing. Yep. It felt like this is a brand new day. Yeah. I feel like you watching, you watching the... Uh, 
What's the shit with Scrooge McDuck and all that shit? Uh, Ducktales. Ducktales. Like every every episode was a new tale. Yeah. And this this episode above all felt like that. And of course, there's a there's a string that's tying all these episodes together. Yeah. But this felt like a new day. Yep. Um And Hippolyta, for whatever reason, wasn't mad at Tick anymore. That was kind of yeah. weird to me. Like, yo, how did y'all just go back to being normal and it's yeah. like the next day? And she was literally like mean to him last week. Yeah. Uh, um, and what we noticed too, man, I, I wrote down something. Hold up. I wonder why this episode hit early this week. Was it because of Yo, the let's talk about that real quick. I have no clue why this episode hit early, but if anyone involved with HBO, I need to just start sending this to my nigga Tone who works for Warner and HBO Max. Um, he's a recruiter, but I don't know who he can get our shit in front of. But if anybody can make sure HBO keeps dropping these early, dog, because this show is so much to take in, having this for a night before we come review is a lot different than having this bitch on the Friday before mm-hmm. the Monday we record, dog. Like, this was helpful, man. Like, granted, I still didn't really end up watching watching it till last night anyway, just the way my weekend was set up. But that's because it was Labor Day weekend. I had a lot of shit going on. I, I was... Got, I got... I watched it the first time. I just watched it. Yeah. And then the second time, I went through and picked up things I wasn't focused on and wrote a couple notes and yeah. shit down. So shout out to whoever released it early. I would imagine the holiday weekend is maybe why they dropped it and said, fuck it. Y'all got a long weekend. We know that as we get near Sunday, it's going to be more barbecues, more it might fuck up ratings. You know what? Here y'all go. I don't know, nigga. But I really appreciated that they dropped this shit early. I just I loved it. Um, Something somebody asked me and my response was it's way too early to answer that question. But I'm going to ask you, do you think this show gets another season or do they leave it like they did to Watchmen? And just let it be. One well, and done. It's another season. The Watchmen is different because The Watchmen was on a, com- a comic. I can't make up new episodes of the comic book. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I com- they did, though. That Watchmen was well like, different. I completed the story, though. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. Dr. Manhattan's dead now. Yeah. Like, I completed the story. There's no, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so not, they're not into it. Like, don't make another season just to make another season if it's going to fuck up the story. Now, this is something brand new. Yeah. Well, kind of brand new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's her version of the book. In the same way whoever did The Watchmen, it was their version of the comic. But what they said from Rip is we created this one story and we told it. So when I answered the person that asked me that, I told him, we won't know until it goes off if they have a complete story. And right now, with each episode being its own version of it, or like its own, I guess, chapter of this story. It's 34 Lodges. Somebody want the title. Fam. The belt's always on the line. Fam. And right now, nigga, Sam Braithwaite and Titus Braithwaite dead, and the only bloodline goes through fucking Tick, nigga. And who is the white boy? Who is it? Are they related? So initially, what I've been reading is that he's her, like, Christina's kind of boyfriend, kind of best friend. But he just, like, he not family. He just fuck with Christina heavy. He like her henchman. But I feel like he got powers. He does. So, but here's what I thought. Maybe he got powers because you can train people. Because when you think about it, like that cop, for instance, he not bloodline to anybody. And if Horatio Winthrop and Titus learned this shit, and then I'm going to get more into what they learned and where they learned it from a little later in the episode. Um, But if they learned it, 
and then started to pass this shit down generationally, I'm thinking maybe if Horatio Winthrop took that shit and created a whole new lodge, you don't necessarily need to be blood. You just have to be taught how to use these powers, dog. Um, but yeah, my, my same exact thoughts. I'm like, he clearly not family and he said he wasn't, but I'm like, he knows something cause dog was whipping ass and shit. Fucking Letty's sister all on the stairs, nigga, sucking her blood out her hand. It was crazy. He a wild nigga. He looked too white with that blonde hair, that bleach blonde shit yeah, is weird. I don't, I don't trust that. I don't shit. trust dog at all. But, um, so let's talk about the library scene, man. So tick after tick couldn't kill Christina. He's officially on some, I have to know what's going on. Like now more than ever, he want to know what it is that he's really a part of. Like, what is my family history? What is this going through my bloodline? What power do they have over me? Or did she have over me that I couldn't kill her? That I know ultimately because I'm bloodline and I'm a man, I am more powerful than her if I learn my powers. And so he in the library and he's studying. He going crazy. He got every book related to Titus Braithwaite. What we learned was a little more about Titus Braithwaite's background. He was a settler. He was a whatever. The nigga was a fucking racist slave owner, dog. But being an English settler, that meant he traveled the world stealing from fucking other cultures, stealing they shit. But what we also learned, he stole powers, nigga. I was so irritated when they said he taught motherfuckers uh, civilization. The natives how not to be savage. I'm like, boy. He taught them indigenous people how not to be savage. Don't let me get into my 5% bag. Man. Yeah, we know what he taught them. But again, that's why I thought the the name of this episode was so appropriate. A history of violence. Because, nigga, if you really know your history... You know that English settlers taught natives and indigenous people anything but how not to be savage. Nigga, they killed and enslaved. I mean, it was a a history of violence. It's a history of violence. And America is a history of violence in itself, dog. So, yeah, when they said that comment, I did say, "Mm, really? But, yeah, he was, um, Titus was a merchant in the slave trade. So he went around South America and the Caribbean and went to all these colonies and essentially stole from them. And he purchased fucking enslaved people and brought them to what became North America and used slavery as every other Western power used slavery. That's what he did. Um, but what we learn is he spent some time in Guyana and he spent some time in South America because that girl at the end was Guyanese. And I I read up a whole bunch of shit about what was happening down there. But going back to the magic and some of the stuff that he learned and then became, they said a lot of European black magic and witchcraft and all that came directly from what these settlers and these uh, merchants and all these people going around enslaving people and stealing lands and colonies. It came from what they learned when they were making friends with all these natives and all these indigenous people. We're learning your culture and we're teaching you ours. But then once we learn enough about your culture off with your head, dog, you out of here. So they said one thing they learned was sorcery, magic, witchcraft, spells, other religions that were later called things like voodoo and all that shit. So we learned a little bit about that. And then specifically to that guy and lady at the end, who we're going to talk about later, 
it's some more detail on her and why she was. Did you notice she was a hermaphrodite? Yes. Okay. On the second watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I was Me like, too. Yo, I missed that. The first first watch, I ain't catch it at all. Um, yeah. Second watch, I, some, I caught it. I know a guy in these, a young lady, uh, she from Jersey. Yeah, uh, yeah. She got in these, she a lot blacker than her. Okay. Like, um, she like black like yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. A lo- lot darker, a lot darker. But um, anyway, anyway, so Tick's in the library trying to learn everything he can about Titus Braithwaite. And while he's there, Letty comes in there pissed. Cause Letty like, yo, nigga, this fucking white lady just came to my goddamn doorstep talking greasy, trying to get in my house and get this fucking Ori and all this shit. Like what's going on, nigga? I thought you was going to take care of it. And Tick like, motherfucker, I tried. And she like, what you mean you tried, Tick? That nigga said, look, I put the gun to her motherfucking head. I didn't like, I didn't like, uh, journey in this scene. No. Yeah, she was being annoying. And she was ultra aggressive in the, the face was And she was being unreasonable. Here's my thing. I know your memory got zapped a couple of times, but my nigga, you have a very clear understanding of what we're dealing with right now. Say normal. Don't approach me like this because we all going through something. So tick like, yo, man, I put the gun to her head. I tried to blow her fucking brains out, but I couldn't pull a trigger. She has a spell on me. Or on herself. She has an invincibility, invulnerability cloak. I could not shoot her. And he like, I'm in the library now trying to figure out why I couldn't kill her. And she like, Journey's like, yo, do that mean her dad was invulnerable too? Is he still alive? And she was like, no. Or Tick was like, no. I think she Trojan horsed me to kill him because he had to remove his cloak of invulnerability to go to the Garden of Eden. And when he did that, all of a sudden, the whole fucking mansion crumbles and the nigga turns into stone and dies. She used me to kill him. And now she wants to be all powerful. So then Letty's like, look, man, I don't know what the fuck you talking about right now, but you sound crazy. And I just want the bitch gone, dog. And take like, look, nigga, I'm here. I'm trying to study what else you want from me. Letty leaves in a storm. And then when Tick picks back up his book, the library card falls out. He noticed his dad's name was the most recent rental. He reading all these books on Titus Braithwaite. So then he started looking through all his books. Dad was them. All of them say Montrose. Every one of them. Why do you think his dad got involved in this shit anyway? So I'm wondering. Like why would they come get you? So I'm wondering if. I don't know. Again, timeline is always going to be funky. But I'm wondering if they came back. And his dad started reading that shit like soon as they got back because it's been a few weeks because last week um, when I read one of the synopses or something about the episode last week's episode was three weeks after the Artem mansion got blown up or crumbled or whatever. So I'm like in that three weeks did Montrose come back trying to learn more like was he reading the order and also reading in the library like Montrose is the. The unknown. Yeah. In yeah. this whole shit. Clearly. Yeah. Because he, he clearly knows more than what he's letting on. Like, Journey was like, Journey. Uh, Letty. Letty was like, um, you going to let that boy chase his tail trying to get information that you already know. Yeah. Like, why would you? Like, he's going to find it. Like, he's, yeah. he's not going to stop. You know the boy. Yep. So, either help him or, like, what are you, what are you doing? So, and they're exactly right. Like, the nigga Tick ain't stopping no time soon. Like, he's going to find this shit. But he also told his dad and Letty 
I want y'all to stay away from this shit. Now he being like his dad. Like, y'all stay away and let me do it. I'm going to handle it. But I'm like, fam, you kind of ain't realizing the whole point is you need everybody. And like Letty told him a little bit later, like, nigga, stop acting like this shit only happening to you. Fam, fam, Letty hit that nigga with a bar. She said, nigga, I died. He got kidnapped. He, I, I died. died. This ain't just happening to you, fam. And oh, guess what? Last week, my house was haunted by motherfucking 90 million ghosts. I got three dead white people in the basement who I don't even have recollection of. We exercise demons. Fam. Fam, we in it. Like, we're in it, like it or not. So, involve us or leave it alone. So, he went to the bar that Sammy owns. Um, And when he walked in the bar, he saw a ho-ass tree. I don't like tree. Tree can die. Tree should have died this week. I was really mad he didn't. But tree can die right away. He a hater, dog. I don't like haters. Um, So, he walked in. The nigga tree was like, they in the back. And I'm like, sir, just die already. But he like, nigga, they in the back. He was talking about Letty and Montrose. So Letty then went up to Montrose and basically convinced him to help them look for um, the book of words or the section that Horatio Winthrop stole that everybody's trying to find. She feels like, yo, if we can get to him before Christina Braithwaite, Tick can figure out his powers, figure out what he do. We can decode the language of Adam and all that. And then we can move forward before she does. Because if she gets it and decodes it, it could become a whole nother thing. So Montrose tells them that his guess from everything he learned and everything he read about Titus Braithwaite is that the shit's in Boston, probably in the museum where they have this big ass fucking ode to Titus Braithwaite. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now we got to go back to Massachusetts, dog. Um, so far, I'm like... I'm thinking that the road trip won't go well in this moment. Whole time, I didn't realize we weren't even going to see the road trip. <laughs> nigga, them niggas popped up. They was in Boston like, 15 hours later. Nigga. The whole tree shit going? Like, who the fuck? Like, Man. how did that even come about? So, who told you? Letty and Tick putting their stuff in the car. They at um, Hippolyta Cribs. They needed the car. They needed her and George's car. Um, So, they packing the car up. And then Hippolyta and D come down. Hippolyta's like, oh, this would be great for D to see the solar system and to learn more about it. She can go to the museum, blah, blah, blah. And then um, Letty and Tick are like, Montrose, why the fuck would you tell Hippolyta? He like, nigga, she insisted. We need her car. What the fuck y'all wanted me to do, nigga? We got a car. We getting back to Boston. Take it or leave it, bro. Like, she coming. He was like, or we could stop this shit right now because I also told you. I don't want to keep talking about this Braithwaite, Titus, Artem, none of that. Like, we could just stop it right now. So they like, all right, well, fuck it. This is where we at. This is where we at. So with that, as they getting in the car, they getting ready to go. Before they head out, the nigga tree pops back up like, hey, I got a Philly in Philly. I just figured I'll ride with y'all. And Who the I, fuck told you we was going somewhere? Nigga, how did you learn this? Like, where did this come up? Did Montrose tell Sammy that you got some snaps on the Petro? <laughs> nigga, question number two. Um, Hey, hey, nigga, who got some snaps on the Petro? Man, y'all some broke ass niggas. Slinging all this motherfucking dope in the hood. <laughs> so then uh, they get in the whip and next thing you know, bam, they at the fucking museum. nigga. They pop up in Boston like it's nothing. And they get there and... Hippolyta, D, and Tree are treating this like a normal trip to a museum in Boston. Yeah. 
Letty, Tick, Montrose, I mean, they clearly on some different shit. At this point, though, film, could you just tell her what's going on, dog? Oh, Hippolyta? Like, what, yeah. what, what's the, like, fam? I don't get. They're, they're witches and shit coming to houses and, like, spell, like, fam, let them watch out. So. Watch out for the white bitch coming with the blue, the blonde hair and the blue eyes. She might be fucking, like, come on. She even and, got the Ori. And so that was what I was about to say. Like, if y'all let her in, she might be like, so in the book, I told you I bought the book, Lovecraft Country. In the book, Letty gives her the Ori. I haven't read the book straight through. I go in and find the parts that are about the episode. But Letty gives her the Ori in the book. Like, she ain't take it from the party. You know? It was just like, oh, I don't need this shit here. She ain't know what it was. And she gave it to Hippolyta, and Hippolyta uses it or looks into how to use it and how to unlock it and all that shit. But um, something else in the book that was a little more true to scene so or true to life. So you remember in the uh, episode... Hippolyta and D went to go watch the like mm-hmm. planetarium or whatever. And when they were there, Hippolyta told D, yo, you see that comet Harris chariot. I named that. And she was like, but this girl named Nancy Studebaker got the credit. I forgot to Google that shit. So what happened in real life it well, what happened in the book rather is that she named Pluto, not Harris chariot. Right. So in the book, when they at the um, planetarium, Hippolyta was obsessed with what was called Planet X. And then Nibiru, nigga, you with me? So she was obsessed with Planet X and then Hippolyta named the shit Pluto. But in the book, the credit is given to a British girl named Venetia Burney. Hey, yo, uh, the Nibiru and Planet X. Uh, that shit could be. That shit is very likely to be true. But here's the thing. Here's why we go into more truth. What up, though? Um, here's why we go into more truth. Because in the book, she named Pluto, which was Planet X, yeah. which is Nibiru. But in real life, Venetia Bernie, who got the credit for naming that shit in the book, is actually the person who was credited with naming Pluto in real life. So. She's dead, but they. I, I just found it funny that they used Venetia Bernie's name in the book for giving uh, credit to Pluto. Because then it make like now I have to go back and research. Because Venetia Bernie in the book is the actual person credited with naming Pluto. Okay, that makes so sense. it's like all right. Well, now I want to really get into how real some of this shit was. Like, is a young black girl that person that actually named Pluto? Yeah, or. Was it Venetia Bernie the whole time? But I thought that was wild because it's like, some why people, would they use her real name in the book and not the show? Uh, some people think that the, uh, I don't um, Damn, what is the motherfuckers called? Not the Mesopotamians, the freaking, um, the folks who helped create us. The they. Uh-huh. The, 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 the Genesis 126, yep. let us make man yep. in our yep. image and our, our likeness. First of all, who is they? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people think they are on Nibiru and when mm. it's time to come back pretty soon and everything kind of loosely baked. All the stories and the mythologicals and all other shit, all of yeah. us the same damn story. Like yep. we waiting for God to come back on one day. We waiting for yep. Jesus to come back. They waiting for Nibiru to come back. You waiting for the spaceship to come back to take you into the air. To the, Like all this shit is the exact same story yeah. with different names or whatever. So yeah. So, oh, uh, another little historical piece that was still in this episode. Uh, 
that we forgot, but I wanted to throw it out there. Bobo. Bobo ain't dead yet. Back in it. He's still in Chicago. He ain't went on his trip yet, man. Um, it, It's kind of... Now I'm wondering if they're going to stick with his story through mm-hmm. him being killed. Like the last season, last episode, he'd be like, all right, me and yeah. my mom about to go. Going to Mississippi, headed to the train or whatever. About like, to go to uh, yeah. Chuck and Lisa. Like, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> wondering how they're going to tie this in now, man. Because um, if, if y'all remember, if you watched episode three, uh, they had Bobo, a.k.a. Emmett Till. In episode three, he asked the Ouija board if he was going to enjoy his trip to Mississippi for the summer and the Ouija board answered no really emphatically. And, um, in this episode we saw Bobo was still here. He's still in Southside Chicago. Like it, and it was just, it was a moment that shocked me. Like when they said Bobo, I looked up at the TV, like, wait, what nigga? Like, but I think that they really might want to show his childish innocence and just kind of like emphasize how much of a normal kid this was. Like he planned the background to viewers, but knowing what we know about what happened to Emmett Till. Anunnaki. That's why I couldn't think of that damn. Oh, name. we were talking about the Mesopotamian. Yeah, Mesopotamian. The, yeah, the Anunnaki. Yeah, yep. The Anunnaki could be on Nibiru right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I noticed Bobo was in this episode and he hasn't gone to Mississippi yet. So curious what they're going to do with that if they do anything at all because what we know about tv from anything is that sometimes niggas just drop stories off but hopefully they make that big because i feel like that could become like a real wild or some shit get left in the writing room yeah like, yeah no, we, yeah we got this had to get cut and they never tie it back up um but i really do hope they use that because now too it was wild moment last week but having him back this week very subtle very low-key now i'm wondering like man how are y'all gonna tie this together because two episodes in a row that's gonna be something or it should be but they in the museum um while they're there Montrose sees security guard maybe a tour guide i don't know what he was but he sees him and he goes yo that's my man he waiting to talk to me let me go holler at him so he goes over there to talk to dude and we don't know what they're talking about we don't hear it this is also at the tree toe um eluded to the tick that his yeah. dad was getting friendly with the, oh, the, yeah. the gay dude so, from with Tree bar. when they get there Tree is like yo they got dinosaurs at this museum like da 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 and Tick and Letty kind of not fucking with Tree in this scene um so Tick or Tree went up to Letty and was like yo FYI you know why they call me Tree right he was like most people got two legs I got Tree I laughed at that I ain't gonna lie shit was kind of funny um but the nigga was like yeah you know, my dick big. And Letty was like, shouldn't I already know that? Because we fucked in high school, right? Whole time I just lost my virginity last week. So fuck is you talking about, nigga? And so then he was like, oh, shit, this nigga Tick snitched on me. So he went to holla at Tick. He like, man, what's up with you telling Letty what I said, dog? Like, like nigga. Nigga, if you wanted to fuck with her, you could have just said that, nigga. You ain't have to go back snitch on me. Like, nigga, you ain't have to fucking lie. Tick was like, fam. You, 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 you throwing salt. You dirty macking to me. Trying nigga. to get me off of her. Fam. You know, I fucked her already. Right, yeah. nigga. And Tick like, nigga, that ain't even what we on right now. So go on with that fuck shit. Tree like, uh, nigga, you mad at me because I told you about Sammy, huh? And I made you walk back. I made you walk back there when he was with that dude. And Tick like, nigga, that ain't got shit to do with me. That's Sammy business. Nigga was like, I mean, is it though? Or is it the family business? Because know your dad and Sammy real close too. That nigga Tick said, he gave him that look like, nigga, you got about one more time, bro. 
and I'm gonna break your motherfucking nose. <laughs> well, then when he seen his dad talk to another nigga, <laughs> so old boy, now he looking like, like who you know this nigga from? Is that security or the milkman, nigga? And, and he looking like, how? All right, he waiting on you. He gonna give us access to some shit we ain't supposed to have access to. Friend of the bar. What you doing? Oh, what kind what of you bar doing, is this? Yeah. When, you think, when you think about a friend in the bar, well, what kind of niggas hanging out yeah. at that bar? Sammy's or Menjo's? Mm. Detroit niggas will get it. Um, but Montrose come back from talking to old boy, and he like, nigga, let's go this way. So they go through while they walking through the Titus Braithwaite exhibit. That's when we hear the lady who giving the fucking tour. She like, Titus Braithwaite was one of our finest settlers, and he brought all this stuff back with him from all his travels. He, it was in exchange for teaching the locals um, the way of civilized man and, you know, te- unteaching their yeah. savage ways. Fuck them white devils. And um, it was like, nigga, Not because real. they white, but because No, they because devils. they were devils, nigga. Um, so, long story short, they go through, they find out, they get behind, they yeah. get back They get there, behind the walls. And they go through some journey of the center of the earth shit. Yeah. The thing that sticks out about this whole how it played out is Montrose who knows all this information he fuck but he act like he don't know yeah and that's getting irritating because now we in some shit like what would you would have did if that long ass plank you had to cross that shit everything they learned up till a certain point up till tick hand was the key everything they learned up till then Montrose already knew my nigga we could have died like five different times in this bitch. I kind of thought like, yo, why are they doing all this shit? Like, yeah. Now, like you about to go into somewhere knowing that if you don't do it in two hours, you're going to die. So they had two hours before they had to get the fuck out of there. They got to that little tunnel part and it was three ways they could go. Got tunnel one, two and three. Off top, Montrose, this is where your expertise is valued, my nigga. The shit you know, because what if we picked the wrong tunnel, my nigga? We dead, nigga. We're dead. Or we lost in space, nigga. We don't know what the fuck we are. I don't even know where y'all at. Fam, my nigga, the tunnel we went through took us back to Chicago at the end. Like, did you peep that? How, though? And how I, did they, how did, how did, how, how, how? Nigga, the multiverse. No, Hypolita, whatever. Hypolita? Yeah, how the fuck did they know that she was back in Chicago? So I didn't, they never mentioned that, that they knew they were back in Chicago and we still in the car. Because D said it, like, how they get back in Chicago without the car? Hippolyta, like, motherfucker, I don't know. Stop asking me questions. And then, like, y'all but, was in Chicago because this is one of the people who... But did you notice when yeah. they was down there in that water, that was that same tunnel in Letty Basement that I said was like an underground railroad. That was uh, that same tunnel with the lights coming on and shit. Uh, and, that, and that was the same elevator. I'm about to say, I thought the that elevator... Was the elevator. I so, thought the elevator just take you to some magic shit. So I think that elevator, when it take you down and you go to that tunnel, nigga, depending on which tunnel you pick, you can be in that one that's in Letty Basement or you can be in some other shit. But that elevator is the Maybe key. Maybe that's going to be the way that they get back and forth. Yeah. Different shit. Because, nigga, we went, we went from Lovecraft Country to North Chicago. Nigga. In, in a few hours, in two hours, we was back walking on foot. Shit was crazy, but they go through all these different little journeys and mazes and shit. Along the way, each step, they reach, like, some new magic shit that's happening. Um, They kept showing them damn alligators, like them uh fossil, like fake yeah. alligators, the little statues and shit. And then I went off on a whole tangent of, I think alligators are the last dinosaurs. And then I went off into, like, just a rant 
with my girl, she was probably getting irritated. No, that, that, they definitely are the last dinosaur. But I'm like, fam, look at every other animal ever that exists currently. Alligators and crocodiles are the only two in size and in carnivorous nature. I don't know. Some, uh, like, what's that one shit called? The Komodo dragon looks like a fucking. It's an extension. Yeah. It's an ex- So, yeah, I, Komodo dragon is right in there with the alligator crocodile for me. But I think those are like, like rhinoceros. That's up to them. It's literally a triceratops with no tops. Yeah. Like it's certain animals out here that I'm like, you could question the whole, did dinosaur shit exist? And how do we know they sounds and all that? Get into whatever bag you want to, but this animals out here that kind of make me. Did you know they ain't never find a, uh, the full body of a, um, of a dinosaur dinosaur? Yep. Yep. Like they didn't find yeah. like you get pieces and then you and finish they, putting them together and they make the rest of that. Yeah. Shit up. Yeah. What they take like um, shark bones and yeah. all this shit, and we put the rest of that to make it. I'm not whole. A, side note: I'm not 100 percent sure dinosaurs existed. Yeah. And I didn't. I never thought about that shit about two years ago. Yeah. But then I found out like, like all the dinosaurs got found like in one year and in one particular section after mm. after like yo, uh, you can get it was something really really. Yeah. I watched this whole documentary like yo and. Yeah. All the dinosaur exhibits that you go to, all that shit fake. Yeah. And they say the real dinosaur bones are like in the back, but nobody can ever see those. What's it's crazy weird is shit. like, granted, uh, not that a dinosaur fossil that's in a museum would be much different from us finding one, but like just imagining like, yo, say you found like a Tyrannosaurus Rex head and then you realize like that fossil right now is as big as the room we in right now. Nigga. Yeah. That in itself is scary as fuck. Nigga. Like it's certain shit about the world that just creeps me yeah. out. Um, dinosaurs is one of them, yeah. but I got a different theory too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can get into it. Nigga. Yeah. This is the theory podcast. That's what I love about this Lovecraft culture. I don't think that there's a such thing as dinosaurs. I think everything used to be bigger mm. because of the ozone, the CO2, the yeah. everything. I think yeah. trees used to be a lot bigger. Yeah. I think everything was a lot fucking bigger than what yeah. it is now. And the bones that you may find could be a regular fucking bird, but that bird was just a lot yeah. bigger. Yeah. On some, on some um, avatar shit. Yeah, I mean, nigga, you think about you know, quote small dinosaurs, nigga. A pterodactyl was damn near as big as this room, nigga. Like in theory, yeah. <laughs> like the size of them bitches were insane. Like they, yeah. but I got, I got, I got a very specific reason that I that I think that's the case, and yeah. I didn't think that until about two, three years ago. Okay, and uh. I'll shoot it to you, but like, yeah. I was like, yo, blew my fucking mind, and I can't look at trees, mountains, the same. Anything the same. Never. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. Um. So, as they're making their journey through this now, like, other world that exists under the museum, um, they start to get to, like, shit that clearly you shouldn't be crossing or entering, right? So, they get to that bridge, the the ledge, the plank. That they have to walk across and they tie Letty up to a rope. They like, yo, you cross it and we'll just keep extending rope to you. And nigga, she almost fall off. Then when she almost fall off, um, next thing you know, they go to get her and well, Tick went to get her. And while he's going to get her, George or Montrose realizes the plank is starting to disappear. Nigga, now we have no choice but to get off it. And I feel like all this shit you got about a minute to get through before because even like when they were in the one part and the water was rising eventually y'all was gonna drown or have to get through that door once you get through that door the water's still rising eventually y'all had to get in that uh elevator and get up so they had they found the book of name or the 
the I pages. Didn't, by I didn't the way. understand how the how the water was still rising, and they just walked into an open fucking door. And it was like, fam, what? Like, wouldn't the water just go off? Yeah, into the door or so. the the pathway. That's what I would have thought too. But I'm like, okay, clearly we're dealing with some different type of sources. So, um, while they're doing that, real quick on Christina Braithwaite, she went to that cop. She purposely got picked up by the cops. Went to the one cop who's part of uh the Winthrop Lodge, and she went to talk to that nigga, and she basically was like, "Yo, I need to fucking Ori. I need to get in that house. Like, I thought you'd be fucking smart enough to not let a Negro live in that house, nigga. Like, I tried to set that up, nigga, and she was like, "But really, you let a Negro in your city? Like, like why did she do? Why aren't you just going to the the house was abandoned, nigga? Walk yeah, in that bitch. But they probably wouldn't let her because she Braithwaite." This Winthrop, they come. They're competing lodges. That's what I also got from this. Like, even though it's thirty-four lodges, these two specifically are beefed out. Fam, you can't walk your like. I don't get it. They probably with them cops watching. They probably know. Like, nigga, ain't no Braithwaite supposed to come in this house. Okay, now that the uh, lady there, then what? You still gotta go over there to get it. Like, if you gonna go yeah. in there, go in there. She probably. My thoughts with her buying it for Letty. She either thought Letty would get killed. But they would think it was under ownership and not bother nobody so she could creep in because they thought somebody occupied it. Or she thought Letty was going to be scared enough of their sorcery and their wizardry that she would open that door for her and let her come in and basically walk around the house. So she found what she was looking for. But um, she found out real quick from that cop, though, that nigga was she was like, did I miss your initiation? He was like, I guarantee I missed yours. Cause ain't no cunts allowed in this motherfucker. So fuck is you talking about? And she kind of shut the fuck up. Like she had a little bit to say nigga, but you could tell she knew like, damn, these niggas kind of right. And I think for her, that was that first realization. Like, uh, this ain't going to be easy as I thought to get up in this crib, nigga. And not even that beyond like, say she got in the crib, got the Ori, got the time machine, all the shit she won, got the pages that went through stole. Nigga. Who gonna fuck with you? You still a girl, dog. Like 34 lodges and all of them gonna look at you like you not a son, my nigga. So I don't know what you wanna do, but you not a son. So, but back at the fucking museum, they get across the plank. Now they in this water. They searching, they searching, they searching, and they reach a door. And they already seen a dead body floating in the water. Oh, more uh, reason that this is all the path back to Letty House. She said, I think this one of my neighbors that's been missing. Yeah. Your house is something. This deeper than rap, nigga. Mm -hmm. So uh, they reach this door, and it's an arm stuck in the door. And they like, I guess we need a key. And they like, well, where we find the key? And that's when that nigga Tick looked at Montrose like, nigga, how about you tell us? Because how the fuck did you know the code that got us through the first door, which was the God made Adam, Adam ate the fruit, Eve fucked, all that. And he was like, how you knew that code? Then you knew some other shit. And I heard you say it was 34 lodges. He was like, how you knew all that, nigga? Like, clearly you probably know where the key is for this shit. But then Tick kind of realized, wait, I'm the key, nigga. Or at least I'm going to try. So they took the arm out the door and then Tick put his arm in there. Now, when Tick first starts screaming, when his arm got, like, caught up, Initially, I thought, oh, shit, this nigga arm getting, like, chewed the fuck apart. But then I quickly realized, 
It's just getting blood. And if you're not Braithwaite blood, this door ain't opening. And you end up like the last nigga whose arm was snatched off. Mm. Got that blood. Door opened up. Tick was all good. And when they got to the other side of the door, that's when they found the pages, right? Yeah, they got yeah. upstairs. One, the the uh, ladder dropped down. Yep, yep. They went upstairs. They walked around, seen yep. the pages in a in a in a corpse hand, and then yeah. the corpse. Now I don't understand why wouldn't you just take that shit and get the fuck out of yep. there? Y'all is gonna all three y'all gonna sit there and watch a fucking skeleton turn yeah. into a person? Yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of there. Oh yeah, because they up in like the little attic part or whatever. It's all these, basically, it's it's none but bones and skeletons. Her, and, her, her, it's whole it's her whole tribe. Yeah. Um, so when they go up and the nigga Montrose, I think, was the one that snatched the uh the pages out of her hand because it's a skeleton. You ain't thinking the skeleton need the pages, but when he snatched it, she came to life and like went from skeleton to like full form, and that's when you saw she was a uh hermaphrodite, hermaphrodite. Um, so what I learned was that she called herself two spirit. Like she said her name, it was like Yamina or Yahama or something like she that. She everything. And then she said two spirits. So I learned that that's what Native Americans and it's a strictly Native American um category or categorization. They call themselves two spirits if they are hermaphrodites. If you got both parts, you're a two spirit person. And um, when they met her, she started talking. Clearly, she's talking in another language. Montrose and Letty sitting there looking like, what the fuck are we, what? This nigga, Tick start decoding shit, nigga. And this is when we first start seeing, oh, nigga, your powers is, is coming out. Because uh, he knew exactly what she was saying as she was saying it. And he was interpreting the shit and saying it to us, the audience, but saying it to Montrose and Letty. Um, but she was basically saying the nigga Titus Braithwaite came to my village. Used me, abused me. Used my, he used me to get to my village, slaughtered us and stole us. But he learned from us. He learned magic from us. He stole goods from us. Half the shit in this museum came from us. And then the nigga killed us all. I was teaching him how to, um, I was decoding these words for him yep, or whatever. Yep. But and I, on the promise that he'll reunite, reunite me with my, with my family. family, and he did. But he just killed us all. Yeah, like, put us all, killed us all, and put us up here. Yeah, or they well, they killed them and then put me here with them. Like yeah, now you with yeah. your family. Yep. Um, so so she was like, "Yo, you are good. Like I know you. You ain't, it ain't your fault. Yeah, but, but I don't trust I don't your trust spirit, you. nigga. I don't trust because she said it. I don't know your spirit. I don't know it yet. And the last time I trusted a motherfucker." That's why I'm here. Four minutes ago, I woke up, and I'm definitely not about to go back to sleep. I was bones four minutes ago, bro. Um, But yeah, man, she was telling them, like, nigga, here's what happened to me. Here's what I know about Titus Braithwaite, but that's all I got. And when they finally got the pages from her, the room started to, that water started to seep through the room. It was busting out glass and windows and it was coming in there. So they like, oh shit, we got to get the fuck out of here. So they grabbed her, which I thought was like, I get it. Cause y'all think she knows something, which she does. Clearly she can decipher a lot of that book of Adam that y'all have or are looking for and all the pages that y'all just recovered. 
but it's also like I don't know if she dangerous or not, nigga. Like, but they got her and they got the fuck on the elevator and they tried to get out of there. As they go into the elevator, they made it extra dramatic for no reason. The fucking pages floated off. Letty swam out. Tick had to hold the door. Blah blah blah. Then Letty gets back on the elevator. They close it. Yeah. It goes up. She got a curse on her that yeah. When she leave there, once she, she leave that talk. room, she a siren. Yeah. So. Um. Tick so, knocks her out. <laughs> that was funny as fuck. Um, yeah, they got her out the room. She tried to talk. Loud ass high pitched whistle did, came what out. What if he didn't knock her out? Fam, and just she could have just he could have just been like shush. Like you could have just shush. Like, what if you punched her and he didn't knock her out? Fight. And now you just and gotta now she be, like now you just gotta beat her. Now she <laughs> like, like uh, nigga, why you punch me, bro? Now I really don't trust you. <laughs> yeah, like nigga, I just told you I ain't trust you and you hit me. Nigga just nigga. punched her like ah, 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 ah. And take a big nigga, too. Like, if he kept hitting her, dog, I'd have been like, all right. But when she woke up, she was in the attic. I understand. They back at Letty Crib. So this is where I'm like, okay, that whole shit was. I understood that being the pathway back and forth to Letty Crib. I didn't understand Hippolyta and D knowing that they were gone. Because we yeah. ain't seen Hippolyta and D I, in I hours. Didn't, I didn't know how long. Like, I didn't know if y'all got back with Hippolyta. Yeah. Y'all took them all back. There's clearly another spot in the seat. In the yeah. Car. Cool, cool, cool. But. This is where I was confused at. And where's Tree? I don't care, but where the fuck? Oh, he went to Philly. Philly. Never mind, yeah. never mind. Uh, so what I was confused at was yeah. once he went in the car, I mean, what, got back to the room, he put her hand on the shoulder and was leaning in. I'm thinking like, yo, do he know her the whole time? Yeah, Montrose. Like, was, was this yeah. a player to get her? But then he whispered like, I'm sorry. I'm like, huh? <laughs> nigga said, I'm sorry and cut her fucking throat. So nigga. what you about to do with a dead body now? So and can you kill her? How do you kill something that was dead for like centuries? You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why I'm wondering. Like, cutting her throat. Clearly, this is a magical shit. It is. So it just came back from tales from the crypt. But she also only came back when they took the book of words from or the um the pages out of her hand. So it was like, is she back? Like, is Tick the one who brought her back? Was it his presence or whatever? I don't know, dog. But I know Tick's not about to be happy with Montrose. So real quick, why do you think Montrose killed her? I mean, the conventional wisdom is like, I don't want you to unlock those words. But it got to be more than that. I'm thinking Montrose may know what the words are. Like, he might know. And again, I, my ultimate thing is I think Montrose is scared of Tick realizing his true power. And doesn't want him to realize it. But what I think Montrose is neglecting is if he don't realize his new his true power, they're going to kill y'all. Like the Braithwites want the power that he has. If he don't realize how to utilize it, y'all are dead. So what's the argument, my nigga? Like, we don't have nothing to discuss right now, Montrose. I'm really lost. I think it's some wild shit that we don't clearly that we don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna facts. come out that uh that he been wrapped up in like that yeah. nigga being a sorcerer or some shit yeah um some we didn't get to but want to throw in specifically because as i mentioned last week she is the source of interest for episode five letty's sister um why am i ruby that's her name so in this episode she was back on that i want to work at marshall field shit she want to be the first black woman to work at this Marshall Fields location, downtown Chicago. And when she goes to apply again, she realizes that a black woman works there and the black woman 
is like everything that Ruby want, wanted to be. Um, so they say like, yo, there's 130 plus employees here and only one black one. I know they're not going to let two black employees work here. Like that's just not happening. So your dreams is over, my nigga. Go back to singing. Like, I get this whole story plot, but I'll be perfectly honest. I'm not interested in it at all. I want to see what they do with it, specifically with her full episode coming up. Because what we've seen, every episode is going to be different, but connected. So I want to see what they do with her full one. Because when she got sad and depressed and went back to the bar to go sing and drink at Sammy's, um, Christina Braithwaite's little boyfriend, blonde friend, was buying her drinks. And he had told Sammy, all her shit is on my tab, don't trip. And then he went down there, pretended like he ain't know her, just said, yo, you fine, I'm buying you drinks because I want to get some. And they went back to the crib. She lives at Letty's crib. So they went back to Letty's crib. Like, and I'm thinking maybe he was doing this to get in Letty's crib to look for the Ori. Yeah. So for Christina. So he goes back to Letty's crib. He fucks Ruby on the stairs. They doing their thing. But I did think, like, the whole blood thing. Yeah, she cut her hand on the stairs. Something fell. Glass knocked over. She cut her hand. He, he sucked the blood. He got the Baphomet all on his chest. Yeah, he got the Baphomet brand on his chest, which is wild. So it's like little shit that came up that I'm wondering, what are y'all going to do with her next week since we know that episode's about her? But more importantly, what are y'all doing with him? And to your point earlier, he seemed like he got some of the magic and some of the sorcery in him. How much does he have and how much can he do not being blood? Because even though Christina ain't a man, she's still a Braithwaite. So how much can Dog do? And again, to that Baphomet brand on his chest, like, all right, my nigga, how deep are you involved in this shit? Um, and, and what's your, I guess, level of power? But um, oh, and then the final thing that happened that's going to be huge and I wish she wouldn't have did this, but when Hippolyta and D are in the car, and D's like, yo, how did they get back to Chicago without the car? Hippolyta like, fam, I don't know. And D was like, it's been a lot of weird stuff happening since dad died. And she pulled out her dad's atlas. And Hippolyta goes, is that your father's atlas? And it's like, clearly we in his car. It was in the glove compartment. She was like, where'd you get that? It's in the glove compartment. And then Hippolyta grabs it and realizes that the road that he mapped out on the Atlas, because you remember Artem wasn't yeah. on the map, but he had mapped it out when they went episode one. It's still written on there. The, the marker is still there. So Hippolyta sees that. And then, like you knew Hippolyta would, she hit a fucking U-turn. And now they headed toward Artem. I mean, her little preview, because she was in a little wizardry cape or some shit yeah, too yeah, yeah. so and i'm wondering does that come when they get to autumn does it come when she realizes that that ori she has means something deeper than just an ori like winter what are they gonna explore there and how um but all in all i enjoyed this episode man uh this was this was a smooth pair of buffs on the rankings i do think that they could do something with that sister and that uh blonde friend dude, but I also think it could be an area that they dropped the ball in if not done correctly. I am curious with Hippolyta and D going back to Artem, what they're going to find considering that that whole motherfucker burned down and, and 
got crushed. Like and like, how the fuck they know where to go? Yeah, once y'all get there, because nigga, that was a sundown town. Yeah, and when all of them got there, they never got all the way there before they got picked up by the sheriffs and it's ran not, into that whole shit. Don't forget the fact that there's monsters out there. Oh, don't forget the fact there's monsters and they're racist in the town surrounding the art, the uh, Braithwaite mansion. Cause you remember old girl with the dog, even though they knocked her out and shit, but they ain't kill her. And I'm like, it's mad people in that town. That's probably not just going to be fans of yo black ass driving through. So I'm, and also y'all in the same car. So people could recognize that car and be like, hey, is that the people that burned down the Braithwaite mansion? nigga?" So it could just get worse before it get better for Hippolyta. And I think she might have. I get that she want to figure out what happened to George, but she might have overstepped taking his atlas and saying, and you putting your daughter in harm's way. Because why the fuck would you put D in the way? Like, nigga, let's get D back to Chicago. Tell fucking Letty to watch her and then say, tick. I know you don't want to tell me, nigga, but. I'm going back to Artem. No, just ask them what happened. Hey, this show that went Hey, I found this. Like, tell me what the fuck is here or I'm going. Yeah. But get your daughter back safely. That's the main thing. But all in all, man, we four episodes in and we great. Now, we are coming up on the fifth episode. I did confirm that we got 10 episodes for the season. So we coming up on the, the halfway point. This and a lot of our other shows we review is usually when the shit takes a a big turn nigga. for a, a show that's kind of playing it episode to episode. Not really sure what could happen in episode five to turn the whole season, but I am very excited and very curious what happens next week. I do hope they release the shit early again. Um, If we could get another HBO Max release, I will not be mad. I would love to spend some real time, not only with the episode, but also researching everything that we learn about the episode. And uh, yeah, man, just continuing to learn what the story is going to do, where they're going to take us and developing all these different characters and, and figuring out how this plot comes together, man. But y'all let us know what y'all think. Um, Let us know your theories on the show, too, man. Four episodes in, where you think it's going, what you think about what's happened so far. Join us in the Facebook group. We might, nigga, fuck it. We can definitely do this within the group. We could start a thread in there, too, man, mm-hmm. Um, and make that group specific. So if you want to be a part of that thread and you want to talk theories, you want to talk um, ideas, and you just want to talk about the show in general, man, join this thread that's going to start next week. Same time, same place. Every Monday, you'll get the thread for both power and a separate thread for Lovecraft Country. Till then, follow us on all the socials at This Week in Culture. Download and subscribe all these episodes. Come back next week. I'm your host, Ant Wood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture, episode 118, Lovecraft Culture. We out.